Despite a large crop loss in the spring due to frost, Wollersheim Winery is on track as grape harvest is in full swing. I'm Charity Seebecker at the Midwest Farm Report. Philippe Cocard, owner of the winery, says after the frost, they were hit with the drought like many others, but they utilized drip irrigation to help them get through. After the frost of the spring, we got into a drought as of, I would say, May 8th, May 10th, we started to wonder about drip irrigation, and we did start uh, field by field, and most of it has drip irrigation, but it wasn't all connected, and so then we basically went through the entire vineyard and reconnected and redone, and we've been uh, drip irrigating throughout the summer. Uh, I think we are still running eight, nine inches behind in this part of Wisconsin. It was, a, it was a serious issue. And harvest has begun. So are things on track with past year's start dates, or how are things looking in that sense? I think on track maybe four or five days earlier. It is not, not the earliest. It is one year, a few years ago, we picked on the 16th of August. Traditionally, it is Labor Day weekend or between the 1st and the 10th. And I think the brunt of harvest will be 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th. Next week, we will be picking almost every day. And uh, 90% of what we picked is picked with the harvester. Uh, Thank God. Otherwise, we would not be able to keep up. We would not have enough uh, we couldn't find enough stuff, and we we kind of saw the writing on the wall seven, eight years ago. We used to rely on monks from Madison, and one phone call, we would get 50, 60 people, and we could pick everything in four or five days, and then it became 50, then it became 40, then it became 20, and then it was 12, and it was just like, okay, we cannot... We cannot continue to hope for manpower, uh, so we bought a machine. And uh, the machine allows us to pick two fields, wait three days, pick another field, wait a day, pick five fields. So we really can uh, pinpoint sugar level, pH level, exactly where we want it to be, knowing that the machine can pick really fast. So speaking of that pH level, how are things looking this year? Quite nice. I mean, a silver lining in the drought, you know, less water in the berries, more concentration, more sugar, more color, more tannin. Not a bad thing. It's a really good thing. Sugars are 20, 21s, which is good and early. By the time we pick, it will be 21, 22. I'm sure we will see some 23. What we really have to watch is the acid level, the pH. When it's really hot, we are burning tartaric acid faster than we are making sugar. So uh, we are burning acid, so pH is rising you know, from 320 to 330. Anywhere around 325, 328, 332, then it's getting late. It's time to pick. I know this spring you suffered a pretty great loss. So how has that impacted your harvest so far this season? It looks a little bit better now than it did then. We had some uh, 
secondary bloom, secondary buds, adventitious buds. And it's, <laughs> it's so hard to predict because you have one vine that looks normal with six pounds, and then there is six vines that have one pound. And it's just like, man, it's, it's really hard to guesstimate pound per acreage. But right now, it's on track of what we predicted. Whites are running 60 70% of normal. Reds are running 30 40% of normal. So we will still be down, but I'd rather take a little of high quality than too much of so-so qualities. Have you had any pressure from Japanese beetles or mildews this year? Yes, we did. Japanese beetles, it's every year. This year, they started uh, mid-July instead of 4th of July weekend. We had none. Then suddenly we started to see. However, it hasn't been as bad as in the past. And again, because of the dry ground, the grubs did not come out. It's been manageable. Early in the year, uh, when the vines were stressed, and we noticed that the fields that were not irrigated as much, on, we have a drip irrigation, and the field that we got too late had more uh, powdery mildew. And we had no other kind of mildew, no downy, no on track nose, no formopsis. And that, that was an interesting lesson learned. There's a continued trend in people wanting to purchase local products and wanting to be outdoors. So is that something that you're seeing at Wollersheim Winery? You know, since COVID, we bought all the chairs and tables. Being in Dane County, we had to be closed for a long time. So we set up a lot of different wine garden areas and tables and chairs. And right now, as we speak, there is maybe 100, 150 people outside. And local is uh, local is big. I mean, that's uh, we we thrive on local uh, anything. Wisconsin oak, Wisconsin grain for the distillery, uh, Wisconsin grape as much as we can uh, use. My son, the chef, uh, we get squash, tomato, corn from a local grower, friend of ours, a mile up the road. So local and outside is big. Speaking of the distillery. You've also been working really hard on your brandy. Can you take me through where you're at with that since you've got that liquor stamp? Brandy is big. Uh, it's huge. I mean, brandy in Wisconsin is big, and brandy for us is our number one product. Bourbon is number two. I think a lot of people uh, neglect to realize that when you say brandy, it's grapes. So we grow the grapes. We buy grapes. We buy juice. We make a wine. I would say between 9 and 11% of alcohol, high acid content, zero sulfites. We make the wine and send it to my son-in-law, Tom, the distiller. And it's distilled December, January, February, March. It goes into Wisconsin oak barrels for two to five years. And when it fits our taste profile, then we uh, bottle it. And... We do brandy old-fashioned in cans. We've developed our own recipe for brandy old-fashioned syrup, and we sell that as kits, and it's doing extremely well. More and more uh, local restaurants, bars, 
are using our brandy for old fashioned. And you did recently release a 10-year-old brandy, correct? Yes, we did. And that was our oldest barrel of brandy. That was a 2012 vintage. It's as good as cognac, if not even more special, in my opinion, because it's uh, we can, right from where I'm talking to you, I can see the grapes, Wisconsin oak. Uh, it's pretty unique. You know, if you're talking about a, a Wisconsin product, all within a mile of here. Wisconsin native grapes grown right here on site, Wisconsin soil overlooking the Wisconsin River and in Wisconsin oak barrels for 10 years. Doesn't get much better. How is the grape prop for the brandy then holding up? Uh, it's uh, actually slightly better uh, because those vines, uh, lacrosse and St. Pepin that we use uh, budded 10 days after the frost. So a lot of those vines uh, fared a lot better than the red grapes uh, where we had most of the loss. So lacrosse and St. Pepin for the brandy are holding up really nice. And actually we will be picking two solid days of that middle of next week. We are looking at doing more mulching uh, because I think it's uh, critical with with the drought as well as torrential rain. We never know. We haven't had torrential rains uh, this year, but it has happened in the past. So mulching is uh, suppressing erosion, and when we need it, it's holding moisture, so that's good. So we are looking at uh, actually screening the mulch to remove any plastic bags or plastic toys or any pieces of wood or, or junk that doesn't belong in the mulch. So we are working on that. Uh, what we are experiencing nationwide is a drop in wine consumption, which is a little bit concerning. Uh, we hope it's a cycle. Uh, in the meantime, um, young kids are drinking more and more cocktails. When I say young kids, 25 years old and 25, 35 years old are more into cocktails than they are into wine, so so we can play in that sandbox as well. That was Philippe Cocart of Wollersheim Winery. Be sure to visit them and continue to support your local growers. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.